it even more. You're listening to Two Cents Radio with Rob, Nico, and Danny. This is episode 237 for 2-20-2020. You mean 2 2020 I'm Nico, by the way. In case you were wondering. Danny here. Hey, Nick, can you stop clutching your pearls, by the way, every time we play the intro? Like you're you're surprised every time you hear the moaning at the beginning. It makes me so uncomfortable, and I forget how loud it is, so I have to move away from the mic because I don't oh. want it to pick up. <laughs> so like that's why you see me grab my headphones and back up every time. I'm like afraid you're gonna just like pick up like moaning on top of moaning on top of moaning. And then the neighbors are gonna hear you, Hot. and you don't oh, want to mislead them into thinking you're having too much sex. You wouldn't want that, right? No, yeah, that you're pleasuring two women at the same time. <laughs> God forbid. <laughs> That is a sin. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Happy O2 2020, everyone. <laughs> it is weird. This whole 2020 thing has really fucked me up. 2020 vision! <laughs> Did you know in two months it's going to be 420 all month long, guys? <laughs> Holy shit! Never thought of that! I, you know... I don't think I hate anything more than listening to stoners <laughs> talk about 420. 420, it's, man. Dude. It's, you know, just get high whenever the fuck you want. Don't talk about it. <laughs> oh, they do get high whenever they want. <laughs> they don't need an excuse. It's not like they need an excuse. going to be a big month for the Grateful Ugh. Dead this, this April. Let me tell you. It's going to be really big. Oh, man. Oh, man. How, how are we, everyone? I haven't had any coffee today. Good for you. Until now. But you're drinking tea. Gulp, gulp, (laughs) gulp, gulp, gulp. (laughs) (laughs) It was an accident. It wasn't on purpose. I just didn't have coffee. Uh, I I know the kind of day that Nick had. Actually, I don't know the kind of day that Rob had, but I know the kind of day Nick had because we Mm. forced him to watch three hours of a television show he's never watched before, Uh, which is really like, I don't know. A little excessive. You are way more excited about Survivor this year than I have ever been. Dude, I'm so <laughs> pumped. I really am excited. I yeah, And just... I admit to like everyone, like I have sort of, I've watched every episode, but I've yeah. sort of fallen off over the past couple years because like I had stuff going on Wednesday nights and so I would put them on the DVR and then I would like save up five episodes at a time. Like I didn't watch the finale of this season until two weeks ago. Whoa. Or last season until two weeks ago. I see. So, like, I'll admit, I've been a little laissez-faire in my Survivor fandom. But, a little bit. Like, this year, I put on that premiere, and when, like, the 20 winners came in the boats, I had goosebumps. I was, like, I was pumped! I remembered about seven of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was super jazzed, dude. I got And I, I've seen, like, similar reactions, I think, online. I don't know how the listeners feel about this, but I was pumped. And then I thought about Nick, who we're forcing to watch this season for the first time, having zero context about yeah. who any of these people are. And I felt bad because I'm like, oh, now Nick's got no idea why this is so amazing. 
Well, yeah, I mean, I, I get, I got the impression. Obviously, they're all winners. Uh, a couple of them have won twice. Only one of I them has won twice. Them. One of them. I thought. Oh, so one of them is. Um, it's their third time on Survivor. There are many of them. It's their third time on Survivor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They just bring back the whole crew, huh? It's just, yeah. So I think right, like half just of like Jeopardy. They just like they're just like you know. There's spring them back. Rob's done it what four times? This is Rob's fifth time. Fifth oh time. My God. All right. Well, that oh, so Rob. If we want to just get right into this, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Boston Rob, yes, is a very intriguing figure. So you are just learning about Boston Rob for the first time today. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Boston Rob has been in our lives. For how long now, Rob? Since 2002? Uh, 2002, yeah. It's weird because all of these people, I'm led to believe, are like professionals at Survivor. These are the the cream of the crop, right? Boston Rob walks in. Not only is he uh, one of the best Survivor players, but his wife was a winner. Yes. On top of all that. Well, his wife's only a winner because of him. Well, so sure. His wife was a winner, and she uh, is also on the show on the other team. Correct. All of these people are like alpha, like professional, and he waltzes in yes. and he's just running the show <laughs> immediately. Yes. How? <laughs> I don't know. It, like it's a everybody, question. And, and, and it's not even that he's just running the show. Like nobody realizes he's running the show. Nick, I, How? I legitimately... He does it every time. I don't have an answer for you. Is this man the most intelligent man on the earth? Rob, you can attest to this. This is all Boston Rob has done for 20 years. Yeah. This is it all really he's is. ever done. Every time he comes on the show, he does this. Let me give you an idea of who Boston Rob is, right? So he starts back uh, season three, I think. Four. Four, right, more cases, okay. Season four. So is it two seasons a year for the past 20 years? Yes. Is that correct? Okay. Yeah. He's on season four, gets voted out middle of the pack, whatever. He comes back for uh, all It was stars. like fifth. He was like fifth. I think it was a little lower than that. I think he was actually really? pre-merge boot. Yeah. What? Yeah. It was sort of whatever. Like, who cares? The second time he comes on for Survivor All-Stars, he meets Amber. They fall in love. Amber. The two, the two of them dominate the game. He dominates the game. The two of them make the final two together, and the jury, pissed off at Rob for dominating the game, gives Amber the win. So really, we consider that Rob's win. And then proposes to her right before they announce right. <laughs> who the winner is, yes. Who the winner is, yes. yes. So, so it really, really, he gets the money anyways. Yes. What the, a bastard. Right. Then the two you know, of... You know what? You know what I, this is the type of guy who Survivor... It goes home with him. And him proposing to her was just another maneuver in Survivor. Him yes. having kids with her. This is all maneuvering and posturing for this season here. <laughs> right. His Very entire relationship so. with this woman over the past 18 years has just <laughs> been preparation for this game. Right. So that she could give him that fire token. <laughs> That's all this yes. was. I'm cringing yes. at that phrase, by the way. Fire token. I hate them so much. <laughs> is that not the worst fucking... What a stupid twist. Okay. The third time he comes on... The new twist is we're going to add money. <laughs> <laughs> the third time he comes on for Survivor Heroes versus Villains, he gets in a feud with this guy, Russell Hans. Mm-hmm. Russell Hans is, is uh, an interesting character himself. Uh, votes Rob out. Then the fourth time he comes on, him and Russell... Together are two returnees against 18 new players. Russell's on one tribe. Rob's on the other time. They're presented as sort of captains. Russell's team says, you know what? We're just voting Russell out first because why the fuck would we keep him around? Boston Rob somehow 
just steamrolls through that entire season unchallenged. His team's just like, there was a a moment in that season where he told his alliance of five, here's what we're going to do. We're all going to do a buddy system. Nobody talks with the other tribe unless you have a buddy with you. And they all listen to him. (laughs) And he just, they just let him get to the end and he wins in a landslide at the end. In this episode I just watched, he just goes and goes, we're all going to empty our bags. And they all just (laughs) empty their bags. They just empty their bags. Like all it takes is like three people to say no. And they're all talking about how like, why should we listen to Rob? Why should we listen to Rob? Right. But then they all listen to Rob. Right. The fifth time he returns to Survivor was last season in a twist called Island of the Idols. He was a mentor. He wasn't really a player. He didn't play. Him and Sandra, who's the only two-time winner who's on the other tribe and who else is a very colorful character. I interviewed Sandra. I hate her, by the way. Wow. The other Uh, Danny would not approve of that statement. (laughs) (laughs) Just That's the queen you're talking about. Yeah, I know it's the queen. Immediately, it's the type of person that if I was, and this is the reason I would win Survivor, if I was on the island with her, I would be voting her off every round, regardless of what anyone told me, regardless of, I I just, I can't stand that personality. All she's doing is literally just pitting people against each other. That's her entire strategy. Correct. What a dirty person. Bingo. <laughs> Which is why oh she won And it's twice. won her two times. Yeah. It's won her two million dollars. Oh. Yes. And I was so mad that she got the immunity because she was actually like this close to being voted off early. Yeah. Well, and that, then the queen that's not queen why now. she wasn't voted off, but like it was close. And then. Oh. So Boston, Rob and Sandra returned as mentors to a group of new players and they literally built giant statues to the two of them. So that's so those are the two players. And then Parvati is the third. All those three yeah. players are the three best players to ever play, and that's kind of undisputed. Parvati won once, but made the end the second time. Parvati's amazing. Um, so I just see those three, and they're there with like some like players like Tyson and like Tony and like all these people that are like sort of icons in their own right. But when I tell you, Nick, they assembled like the best of the best. There are maybe only one or two winners that they couldn't get this season that they wanted to get. So it's it's like it's it's a stacked category. It's really sad. that's I mean the one thing I feel like about this show is that the winner oftentimes there, there has to be a, at least a pretty significant element of luck of course absolutely right so I don't I don't know I'm just <laughs> it seems not fair then yes you're correct it's not no fair. it's not that <laughs> it's not even that it's not fair I'm not worried about that I'm just I'm just and then you look at people like Rob and Sandra and and you're just like no luck with these guys. It's just, just make your own luck. They're they're like making these maneuvers that are so subtle. Yes, or in some cases they're not subtle. But you like you watch that first episode, and again, you're 100 percent right. All these people are heavyweights, and then you have Rob and Parvati, who are obviously the biggest targets. Like I, I, you should vote these two out immediately the second you can. But everyone had so much pressure; they were so tight, and they were like so afraid to make a move. That Parvati and Rob are just like, well, we got nothing to lose. Let's just throw a name out there. And everyone listened to them because they were the only two with the courage to throw their name out there. And like, Nick, we've talked about this a lot in the past. Like, you don't really get what I love about reality TV so much. And that was one of those moments where I'm like, that's human nature right there. Like, that's why reality television can be so cool. Because it's like this great lesson of life of... The person that speaks the loudest and is and that goes the hardest and that makes a decision when everyone else is unwilling to make a decision is the one that succeeds in life. And that's why those two are so good because they're sitting there. It's the, my favorite scene in the first episode when they're sitting on the beach cackling with each other 
like these guys are so bad and we're just again they should vote us out immediately but they're yeah, not they're gonna like, do it is everyone stupid or what's going on <laughs> and he's like i don't know <laughs> like this feels too easy like why aren't we why aren't we on the chopping block right now and even this episode they had a chance to take out poverty and they didn't do it no nope. yeah why did they take out danny for that made no sense uh, to me danny was well, such a non-issue like it's just it's actually non-player. really funny it's the person they're removing isn't the biggest threat it's it's uh i guess it's the person who's perceived as weakest well that and, used to be how they did it but that's not really yeah. how they tend to do it anymore well but that's what da- that's what they did with danny that's true and danny danny she, was a she flinched yeah. and they took advantage and pounced mm. you know uh i don't know how tyson managed that oh tyson maneuver. well well tyson was just like i'm i'm just I, anybody but me just a he saw them co- he saw the knives come in and he just like pointed at two people right <laughs> uh i had one particular the poker alliance thing was kind of cool that's the first time that they've ever used footage from outside the game i know that was neat i liked that so that was just like some made-up shit yeah basically there's no oh, alliance yeah. there Nothing. but it's just playing out of everybody's paranoia right exactly that was yule who uh who who had that little nugget i thought you had they a great first episode by the way and they can't so another thing was it um rob lied to sandra and said he wasn't going to come on the show right yeah from the last when they were when they out were there being the mentors together. was yeah. that because he wanted that advantage yes well i'm a little confused about that too so did sandra tell rob that she was going out had to have yeah and that would also mean that rob's wife said nothing correct which is why i guess sandra voted her off i think sandra was kind of playing it up to be honest with you well maybe i i think she was just like you know what i it's really it behooves me to get boston rob out of here as soon as possible because we're going to be perceived as a duo so like i'm Mm going to separate myself and i thought that's actually pretty smart because the two of them were together for 36 days. Oh, I see. I see. So you, see you what think I mean? she's right off the bat trying to bridge distance herself. Well, I think him. you saw that with Yule in the first episode. One of the right. themes that we're seeing is all these people have played together so many times. Yeah. It's like Tony and Sarah played their first season together. And then Natalie and Jeremy played their first season together. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of history with all these people. They've played three, four, five times. So someone like Yule or Sophie or Denise who only played the one time and is not like that well attached is in an interesting position because now they can play free agent. So that's what mm-hmm. Yule did brilliantly in the first episode. Yule is doing incredible and I like him a lot. Yule's only played once and he played like 12 years ago. Yeah. yeah. But he always has been thought of as like a really brilliant player that never got a second chance and the fans like really love Yule. But he's I, like, he's, I'm going to use, use my weakness as a strength. And the great thing about Yule too is like, He's clearly smarter than you, and everybody's like, yeah, Yule's the smartest guy here, but for some reason, you're not threatened by his intelligence in the way that you're maybe threatened by Boston Rob's intelligence, or you're threatened by Kim's intelligence, you know? Well, yeah, so it's interesting. It's like there's really two strategies of like, you know, either if you're, if you, if you are going to seem threatening, you have to be in charge, and you have to be like, I may seem threatening, but I'm on your side. I'm going to defend you. Correct. The other way is just to not seem threatening. And that's something that someone in particular, I think Adam does really well. Yeah, I don't like Adam. I like uh, Adam. I do like Adam. Adam. I do. Adam's scary. He, he, when yeah, I saw what he did in that first even. episode, <laughs> the way he just maneuvered that so quickly 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he was going to get voted out, wasn't he? Yeah. Because he ran off with Denise right away looking for the idol. Yeah. Yep. Remind me of Denise's season and how she won. She was there with Malcolm. And Oh, and yeah. Malcolm, the pedophile, Mike Scoopin. And yep. um, yeah, the guy ended up being a pedophile, this guy. And uh, uh, um, Lisa Welchel. That's right. You take the, the facts good, of you life. Take the bad, you take them all, and then you have. God, I forgot that whole season. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and so the, they made the final four, and then Denise stabbed Malcolm in the back at final four, and yeah, and she won. The sex therapist. She's a sex therapist, Denise. Would you take oh. sexual advice from Denise? Nick? No, <laughs> no. That's the weird thing. I mean, now I'm gonna say something that might offend some. Okay. Maybe not. I don't know. Might offend some sex therapists. Um, every person I've seen who's a sex therapist does not look like uh, anyone would have sex with them. <laughs> now, hold up. Dr. Melissa Reeve off a of twister. <laughs> this is a good point. Was that a, that was a movie, Rob? Really? Yes. A documentary. Yeah. Is that right. documentary named Twister? Oh, <laughs> oh! I thought you meant uh, uh, Holly Hunter or or Helen Hunt from from Twister. No, no, that's, that's what I thought you meant too. I was like, that's a movie. <laughs> Melissa, yeah, I'm talking about the Helen Hunt movie, but Bill Paxton's a uh, new wife. She's the sex oh, therapist yeah. in that movie. God, have you guys ever fucking watched Twister? I, yeah, we I only talked about it for two hours on this fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Helen Hunt, I find hotter. I think I love nah, Helen. Nah, she's a milf. I love. Nah, <laughs> give me Doctor Melissa. I, I think her last name is Reeve. So in that movie. I can't believe you know the supporting character's last name from Twister, like the six <laughs> lead from that movie. <laughs> she's great, though. I gotta look her up. What other notes did you have, Nick? Uh, you know. So I'm guessing this is the first time that when when people are sent to this uh, island of whatever, yes, when they when they're kicked out, that they still have an impact on the game. Yeah, pretty they've much. done this twist once before. Okay, and everyone yeah. hated it the first time. Yep, because a guy that got voted out on day five ended up coming back on day thirty six and then won the game. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, I think when you're out, you're out. Yeah. That was kind of my gut was telling me that I don't mind them influencing the game sort of from the outside. No, I don't either. But I don't want them coming back. No. Well, a, a, a person that's been voted out is not going to win this game. Right. They're like not going to reward this jury of winners is not going to reward that. Yeah, probably not. Never. But in this case, though, it's almost more unfair than in seasons past because now Amber's just chilling there and she can just keep feeding Rob advantages. And that's the yeah. thing. So, and that's what I was thinking is because they didn't know that, like kicking Amber out, which they thought was like beneficial to them, exactly actually right. helped Rob because yes, at least if they were on opposite teams, they would be against each other. Like at least to a degree, right? You know, right? She, exactly. So, You're a hundred percent right. She can't they're help really him. Fucked up. Right. Right. And uh, how many fucking advantages are they going to give out this season? It, well, no, it. but. You mean how many advantages are they going to give to Rob? Well, well, that too. <laughs> he, it's like it's like hard to picture him not winning when he plays. I know. Well, yeah, you just don't see the scenario where they vote him out, right? Because he's just he's the Rob father. 
Yeah, I loved when they called him the Godfather. I was like, yeah. oh my god, that's so accurate. He literally like, everybody, is. Everybody needs his permission to fucking take a piss. <laughs> <laughs> what they is can going vote him out on? whatever they want. Yeah. And they just don't do it. And I guess maybe they want to keep him around because he's good at the puzzles, I guess. Even though he lost the puzzles for him. He this fucked week. up on the puzzle. He's usually was, the best was, puzzle player. It was but. blatantly his fault. That they so up the puzzle. I, I, I'm going to admit something. I fast forwarded through the challenge because I was bored by it. <laughs> you know, the challenges are not the interesting part of the show. That's what the only and reason also, my mom watches the show is because of the challenges. <laughs> Red team is OP this season. Is that fair to say? Is OP? They've won like every challenge. They've, they've won two out of three, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're just killing it, though. Yeah, well, yeah, the, there's more physical threats, I think, on the other side. You got Tony over there. You got Wendell over there. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, no, I'm sick of the advantages, though. Back to this. Because this is something they never used to do. Like, no. when they had the idols, even as far as, like, 10 seasons ago, you'd maybe have one or two idols in the game at most. Yeah. And you knew at least what the idols did. Like, everyone yeah. was aware there are hidden immunity idols out there. You're going to have to deal with them. Now they just introduce twists that no one knows about. Yeah. So they... Here's a half an idol. Give it to somebody else. It's so that. fucking stupid, dude. <laughs> just let them play. Like, I get yeah. if you have a bunch of newbies that don't know what they're doing, like, the twists can liven it up. But you don't need all... These guys are going to turn on each other. Yeah. There's enough drama. This isn't going to be just yeah. you're picking them off one at a time. Just let them play. He's the best of the best. Let them do what they're going to do. There was enough drama in that first episode without any twists. You know? You don't need all these. They added this stupid thing last season called the idol nullifier, which was so dumb. Somebody can play an idol, and they're safe, and then someone else can just say, hey, no, I'm nullifying your idol. So you're getting voted out anyway. It's the there's too much of this. That's shit. pretty stupid. And then this this money the the fire tokens is so cringe. I hate the fire tokens. <laughs> fire tokens. It's like an economy. You can spend two fire yeah. tokens for a tarp, or we'll write you a check for a million dollars. What's um, it gonna be? Four fire tokens for a bag of rice. Or here's ten weeks of immunity for a token and a half. It's it's pretty stupid. Um, I wish they would play up more the prizes that they win from the competitions, like spices. Like they're not emphasizing gets, how much it, like that actually is really important. It will get bigger as the season goes on. These people are literally like on an island. They're like, whoever wins tonight gets rice. Right. Guess what no, the other team doesn't have? Rice. <laughs> but those, Good luck. Those, like, those prizes will get bigger and better and more foc- uh, More of the focus later on in the season. They're just going to give you like a cage full of live chickens. You got to butcher them yourself. Yeah, You laugh. Oh, oh yeah, you laugh, but they literally I'm done laughing. You're every telling season. me to do this? They've oh, done yes. that before. Yeah, Every that's, season that's, there's chickens. Yeah, yeah. There will be some slaughtering of chickens. <laughs> oh my god! Chickens will lose heads this season, Nick. Don't yeah. worry. Uh, yeah. Well, it was kind of fun back in the day when like this show used to be about surviving in the wilderness. That was you know cool. what I totally miss and was thinking last night. I miss the car curse. Oh, the car curse was great. The car curse was the so car curse? fucking good. They used to give out a car every season, and now they don't do so it anymore. At, at about the final six, final five, they one of the reward challenges, if you won, you'll want a fucking car. Yeah. 
I'm having a hard time understanding something here. Um, when one person gets the immunity for winning the challenge, right? Well, one team does right now. One team. So, okay, okay. Because I kept feeling like he was like giving it to a specific person. No, and I was no. Like, no, no, one team. So okay. let me, uh, we should really sum up how the game works. There are two tribes right now. They compete in a yeah, challenge. I understand that. One team mm-hmm. wins, the other goes to tribal council. So the, the immunity is that you don't have to go to tribal council. Right, exactly. There are all these things called, there's also these things called hidden immunity idols. Hidden immunity right. idols are just scattered around camp, and that's for one person. So okay. if, if at tribal, after the votes are cast, you think you're going to go home, you play the hidden immunity No, idol. before the votes are cast. Right. Before, you well, have before, to do well, it. Well, after they're cast, oh, before they're read. After the, yeah, you're right. After yes. they're cast, oh, before yes. they're read. Before they're read. Yep. You play it, it's nullified, all your votes are nullified, you're safe. So that's how you can change, the reason that that's so interesting is you can have a majority alliance of six people that choose to vote someone out, and then the minority alliance can take that idol, play it, and then flip the tables on the, on the other side. Mm. That's the idea. But they've, again, they've just oversaturated it. Yeah. At, once we get to 12 players or 13 players or whatever, the two tribes, where that the two tribes are going to merge. It's called the merge. Then everyone's for themselves, and only one person wins immunity every week. They compete in a challenge. It's individual immunity. And then we whittle it down to three people. So, so when everybody has their alliances, they're really only holding out until they're at, like, what, like, five people, or probably, like, eight people after so, and then those are going to start crumbling? Well, I mean, they, yeah. They've been, crum- <laughs> they've been crumbling crumble. a lot sooner lately. Yeah. It used to be you just have three people, and you're like, yeah, we're going to go to the end, and then they would actually follow through. But now it's yeah. just every two weeks, you're just flipping. Look at yeah. Parvati and Danny already this week. They already turned yeah. on each other. Well, yeah. it was Danny's fault. Yeah. It was Danny. Danny was just being paranoid for no reason. Yeah. They weren't even talking about her. So Rob, I know, wasn't so excited about that premiere because he didn't remember any of these people and he's sick of the show. But yeah, let me assure you, Nick, that the first couple episodes have been like the highest level of play we've ever seen on Survivor. And it's been great. And if you had 40 years or 40 seasons of reference and like to see where everything came from and see like how they used to play and how fast they're playing now and how much strategy there is and how much back and forth, I think you'd think it was cool. So, no, I mean, I'm enjoying it. I, I just it just really sucks to reward being a shitty person. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Which yeah. is what the show's all about. Yeah. A hundred percent. Only the shittiest people seem to be winning for the most part. It seems like the the older folks, you got like Yule, right? Right. Yeah. Seems like a really nice guy. He is. Genuinely very nice guy. I hope he wins again. He won't. He'll, he'll, no, but he might stab some people in the back though. You think so? Yes. That's the he, game. I mean, I've seen him lie to people's faces, so I don't put him against him, but he's. The game is a question of who can lie, cheat, and steal the best. That's the game. That's Survivor. <laughs> it's so back in the back in the day i wanted to finish up the car curse oh right they, sorry about that. they would give like at six people they'd have a reward challenge for a car and if you run, won that challenge you won the car well back in the day when they were doing that the person who ended up winning the car would never win the game no one who won the car ever went on to win the game right and they all had everybody had that opportunity most of the people who won the car made it to the end and never won. It was it, they even addressed it on the show. I'm sure there was like deliberation where people were like, "Well, they got a car, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so they don't need to win." Yes, yes. 
Um, yeah. So th- that's all. the other thing about Survivor Two is it used to be very like bitter because the 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 jury is comprised of all of the contestants that had just been voted out. Right. So the key is right, how do right. I vote this person out without pissing them off so much that they still give me the million dollars at the end? And it's this like right. delicate little tightrope act. How's that going to work this time? Uh, well, th- this season because the 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 players are so experienced, there's a little more respect for the game. Than there used to be so now a lot of times the the right person generally wins because the jury is not as bitter But back in the day the juries used to get pretty so you're saying the jury's actually gonna pick the person who they think genuinely deserved it for playing Yes, the game they well. should they should yes. They I Wouldn't should. hold my breath. Well There's been mixed results to that in the past yeah. Sandra won the second time and sort of a controversial win Parvati really should have beat her at the end there the two of them yeah. were together at the end and Everybody hated Parvati. Dude, Parvati's so good. I fucking love Parvati. I like her. She seems nice. Yeah. Oh, oh she... you'll get to know her soon. <laughs> so I guess it's just Sandra's just so overtly. Like... No, actually, that's not Sandra, though. The other ones are... Parvati is a way scummier human being than Sandra. There's no doubt. That's very interesting. Sandra has say, evolved. Yeah. At a first glance, watching these people... I would tell you that the worst person there there is Sandra. So the thing about Sandra is that the first couple times she played pretty straight and she won twice. And then once she came back for the third time, being the only two time winner, she sort of had to adjust. And she was like, listen, everybody's coming for me right away. So I just have to go full chaos. And she's deflecting and yes. she's just I have to just okay. so mistrust. Part of the thing. She's she's spreading chaos like and she's just she's she's like a Peter Baelish figure here. Right. Exactly. You know, right. Parvati has always been like quietly the smartest person in the room and will flirt with you and will rub up against you and do and whatever fuck she's your brains do. out. <laughs> I, I don't think any. Well, actually, no, that's not true. She did fuck. What's his face that first time? Uh, who or was that? Ozzy? No, Amanda and Ozzy. That fuck. Oh, that was Ozzy. Yeah, Amanda yeah. and Ozzy. <laughs> Is that allowed? <laughs> yeah. They give them condoms. <laughs> oh, that's good. Does that cost two fire tokens? or? <laughs> Can you imagine that twist? Now that would be a twist. <laughs> you can buy immunity or a condom. But Parvati has, in the past, has been like the flirty player. Okay. But now she's like a mom and she's like married and right. stuff and she's older. So now I, she has It to doesn't seem it. to be stopping her. It just seems to be making her a little more subtle. Yes. That's the thing. Who, who's your all's winner picks? Let's make a prediction. Tyson. Tyson, huh? Yeah, I like he's the one who he wants it right because like he, he he stays home with his kids all day. Yes, yeah, he was the one dumb. talking about that. Yeah, fucking dumb. Yeah. Tyson's a good pick. <laughs> I'm I'm going uh, I'm going uh, I'm going Yule. I'm going Yule. I like Yule. I want Yule to win. He's who I want to pick. I don't know if I don't I don't know if he'll actually make it all the way. But actually, I want Sophie's been pretty good too lately. I kind of like yeah. Sophie this year. She is so overrated. I don't know all of their names too. As part of that, I, I've been trying to write them down and, and no. learn them. What's surprising is how bad Kim has been. Because Kim was dominant the first time she played, and she came. What's in, her last name? Spradlin. Yeah. Didn't didn't the real Danny love her? Oh yeah. The real Danny loves Kim's breath. I talked to the I talked to the real Danny last week. I gotta try to remember who he loved. He loves Tony. 
Oh, that's right. Yes. Isn't Tony out next episode though? (laughs) Tony, Tony's the guy that tried building the ladder and, uh, yeah, that, that mm. ratchety ass laugh. Oh, that guy, that guy, that guy, that guy. He's pretty. He's pretty funny. Tony is the most entertaining person I think ever. On the... Oh, word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're not. We're don't, You can't share that though. No. No. <laughs> um, it's a picture would... of a real Danny with Tony. He he loves Tony. <laughs> I don't think he wanted us saying that. Well, fuck it. he's not listening. No. <laughs> well, who cares? He has a picture with Tony. We brought that up like a couple months ago, and then he didn't want us talking about it. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What difference does it make? You guys are a wreck. (laughs) Tony has is is like the most aggressive player of all time, and the first time he won, it was like a miracle because guys like that never win. No. Yeah, he 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 seems uh definitely not at the same caliber as a lot of these guys. He's insane. He's an, he's absolutely crazy. Him and what's the guy with the cowboy hat who's ben, sort of a wild card? Those two are out pretty ben quick. Is I think. Fucking terrible. I think they're going to be out pretty soon. I hate Ben. Um, you you hate him because he's bad. Yeah, he's awful. Yeah, he's he's just out of his league. I love when That's- Rob would just just totally like shakes him down in that first episode. <laughs> uh, ben, you're lying to me right now. He's like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I should tell you. And then totally tells him. Boston Rob. Yeah, I don't know. I Who fucking knows what's going to happen? It's still too early, I think, for me. I, I got to get a better handling on these people. Yeah. You, you're picking up on it, though. You're getting the you're, you're getting the strategy already, I think. Well, one thing I will say, though, is that the, the editing of the show is definitely designed to make these people seem more manipulative than I think they really are. That's probably true. You know, like they they juxtapose them being nice to people with um, them in their private conversation with the camera being all cocky, right. right? And it's like you know, it's 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 easy to be cocky in one moment and then to like be genuinely friendly to someone another moment. And frankly, frankly, it's easy to be genuinely friendly to someone one moment and stab them in the back the next, right? On a show like this, so right. I, I don't think that they're being like strictly manipulative a hundred percent of the time. Uh, I think they're just opportunists. I think that's really what it comes down to. Right. But they're also playing a game and they all know they're playing a game. And I, I think a, a good amount of them also are like kind of content knowing that they might not go home winners. Yeah. Because this well, is just like their life. Not they're just, go home winners. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, but I think like especially the fact that they all are going into this knowing they're going against the best of the best. I think they're all kind of like, this is literally anybody's game. So it probably humbles them a little bit. And they're just going to try to have fun. Well, I normally I on these all-star seasons, I'm always like on the edge of my seat. Like, oh, I don't want Russell to get voted out that early. Or, oh, I don't want Sari to get voted out that early or whatever. And this year, it's like half the cast. I don't want to get voted out. I'm like mm-hmm. rooting for half the cast. It's like, I don't want... I and I, So I was okay with Natalie going first because I, I, I'm not a big Natalie fan. Natalie was originally on the Amazing Race with her twin sister, and then she mm, transitioned okay. to Survivor. The Tweenies, oh Tweenie, oh, I love you, Tweenie. <laughs> That's a weird thing to me too. Is that there are these people who their entire like their their fame is just built around being like on game shows. Yeah, you mean like Robin Amber who were on Amazing Race twice, <laughs> in addition to five times on Survivor. Didn't but they like, end up? Did they these win? People, that? These people are pseudo celebrities. 
who are just they just do game shows. They just travel around and do a bunch of different games. That's weird. That's their life. That's so weird. How can you tell someone that's your job? <laughs> I'm a I'm a professional survivor. I'm professional. <laughs> what? So am I. I've, I've been there for 37 years. Like James Holtzauer. What do you do? I just do Jeopardy. What does yeah. that mean? Yeah. <laughs> Again, hell. So, did you guys watch the All Star Game? Uh, unfortunately, yes. <laughs> you loved it, Nico. Shut the fuck up. Dude, that last quarter was sick. <laughs> uh, how, I, how about... I, I The only reason I brought it up is because of Shaka Khan. I, I was waiting for this. I was just about to say. <laughs> Singing the uh, do you have worst national anthem I've ever heard. I was shocked Shaka Khan was still alive, by the way. I had no idea she was still alive. I would have give you Ooh, like minus see. 150 that she was dead. Can you see? We all owe Fergie an apology. <laughs> also at the NBA All-Star Game, right? Yes. Yeah. Maybe it's just bad acoustics there. What is that? I've never heard this song. What is this? Yeah. <laughs> She's singing it so slow. Like, how do you even know where you are in the song? <laughs> yeah, I would forget the words all the time. Yeah. Uh, every national anthem should be admitted. Can we just leave this running on loop in the background? We'll just get. They'll just hear us talk a little bit in between. Did you see Kyle Lowry's eye roll when this was all going down? <laughs> Why does everybody have to make this song unique? I don't How know. You just, just, just do it the normal way. Just do it straight. Was it... Uh, uh, oh, who uh, is... Oh, did we lose Nico? I'm here. Yeah, oh. A little bit. Uh, he's, he's back. Who was married to Bobby Brown? Whitney Houston, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the her rendition of the national anthem at the '91 Super Bowl. Have you guys ever heard this? It was lip sync, right? It probably was, but it was an incredible performance, yeah. nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's the best one, I think. That's like the consensus this is, best. Yeah, one. yeah. Oh sh! All the text in front of us. In the Persian YouTube 56 video. Tactical training wing at Magdill Air Force Base, and will be performed. Oh, be quiet. See, just do it straight. Oh, that's Bobby Brown in the background. Sorry. <laughs> that is a horrible joke. Oh, Rob. That is a horrible joke. I think uh, we found the line. <laughs> I think we found it. Uh, Mark I, the day. Um, 2 20, 20, 20. 
<laughs> we found it. How long it. have you had that in your back pocket, Rob? <laughs> how many? How many? I just thought of it because I was trying. I was like Bobby Brown. Who was he married? Did you to? have this like punching sound effect like on your soundboard ready to go? No, no. I had to Google it quick. It's not labeled Bobby Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Save for future reference. Oh, uh, yeah. That's bad, <laughs> Rob. That's uh. I'm gonna wag my they, the, the 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 listeners can't hear it, but I'm wagging uh, my finger at you right now. Oh God! <laughs> uh, Play Roseanne's. I want Roseanne's. Oh my God! The Roseanne National. I forgot about that. Why, why did they let her? Why why did they let her? I I don't know. Cage? I don't know. This is a podcast where we play national anthems. <laughs> why yep. did they Why did they let her sing and the national can anthem? You Is this an actual game? Yep. What was that, Nick? This is a real game. Yeah. This is a real game? Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. She has the balls uh, to do that. uh, National anthem between uh, the Padre. Oh, it just says between Padres games 20 years ago. I love how they're booing her. And then at the end... (laughs) She walks off and grabs her crotch. (laughs) She spits and she like diddles herself and then walks away. I'm going to be honest. Like, I... I love Roseanne. She's just gained like 5,000 respect points <laughs> for this thing she did 20 years ago. The balls. And and somehow it was still better than the first one you played. Oh, that Shaka Khan was terrible. Oh, my God. Roseanne claims that she was trying to play it straight, too. She does. and I don't buy and, that for a and, goddamn and, second. And I just recently saw a, a, an interview do you with mean, her. Wait, wait. Do you, do you mean trying not to laugh? No, she or? said she, that was a serious attempt at a national anthem that wasn't meant to be bad. I don't believe her. That's what she says. She, she says that that's one of her biggest regrets in life. Is that national anthem? It was not the freaking tweet about what's her face? Nope. Well, this was before the tweet. Yes. Okay. This was before the, this interview was before the tweeting, and she says that is one of her biggest regrets. I wish she just doubled down and was like, "Fuck it, I don't care. I'm doing five more national anthems." Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she caught a lot of flack for that back then. I remember that because why? Oh, Cause she disgraceful to America. Yes, yeah, it's like, disrespectful. She disgraced our national anthem. She walked oh off and God. grabbed her crotch. Uh, blah blah just blah. Terrible. Blah, blah. Little did they know what they were I in know. store for with Roseanne Barr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or or the national anthem for that oh, matter, yeah. right? With all the controversy that around it, you know, Shaka Khan. Can we just awful. can we just stop with all the controversy and just have a little fun? No, shit. No, we can't. Never. The country is at stake, Nick. That's what we're. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to tolerate Shaka Khan's performance because she was trying. I mean, uh, at least Roseanne was concise. Right. Yeah, it was quick. There was you know still me. another minute and I a half concise. of Shaka. There was another minute and a half of Shaka Khan before I cut it off. And let me tell you, people, I fucking love Shaka Khan. I'm a I, big Shaka Khan I fan. Didn't, I didn't know any songs that she's ever sung. Tell me something good. 
Dude, I love that song, dude. Oh, that is I've, a dope ass song. Have I ever heard? Have I've I never ever heard, heard of her. This song. <laughs> Listen to this groove. This is terrible. Stevie Wonder wrote this song, I think. What the fuck is this? How dare you? This She's is, got a nice voice. I like the I like where the groove, but it's a little little uh, heavy on the twang. Stevie Wonder did write this. I think they could pull the twang back a little bit. Yeah. Good. That twang there. Uh, you know, it's a little, little strong. Pop your fucking head, Rob. All right, Kenny that Rogers. Is shut up. Fucking awful. I could get into that. All right, Mr. Dixie Chick. Chill out. <laughs> well, you know Rob. He's got a st- very strong opinions about music. He's a musical uh, genius. Fucking Melissa God. Etheridge. He's a ly- 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 lyrical genius. No. Rob doesn't w- listen to music if if uh, no, I, I really. if if minorities are involved. Let's just be honest about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's Hate not to break true. some news to you, Rob. That's not true. Uh, uh, it's entirely all true. Of the best, all of the best music <laughs> in the world. Uh, he only were oh, heavily involved. If if there is not at least one clan member in the genealogy of, of a musical <laughs> artist, he's not interested in them. Oh my! God. He's just not interested. It's all fucking uh, white bread, middle of the country bullshit. Rob, how much do you love Bob Dylan? You don't like Bob Dylan. I, I, no, I too intellectual for him. Bob no. Dylan's not white enough. Bob Dylan performed yeah. with MLK. That don't fly down south. <laughs> okay. Don't fly okay. in the Confederate States of Nebraska. Of Nebraska. <laughs> yeah, Nebraska was in the Confederacy. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> Who's your favorite musician of all time? Yeah, I need to know this actually. Oh my God! Really? Don't say Aaron Carter. <laughs> <laughs> I want candy. Um, you know, I don't know if I really have a favorite. I'll be right down honest with Dolly you. Parton. There's a band that I listen to a lot, but I don't know if they're my favorite. They're, it's a what's the band? Canadian band called Marianas Trench. I have no idea who that is. Yeah, nobody does. I've heard of them. Have you? Yeah, I don't know what songs they've had, but I've definitely heard of them. Um, or maybe I've heard of the trench that they're named after. <laughs> well, yeah, it could be you've heard of you've heard of the trench. Like, it's possible. Uh, this was probably their biggest song. It's called "Here's to the Zeros." Also, a little heavy on the twang. It is a little heavy on the twang. I mean, this is the shit that I listen to. Oh, okay. I gotta be honest, I didn't know you were gay, but I'm really... <laughs> I think it's nice that you're coming out to us here. I'm really happy about that, that you just be yourself. <laughs> I'm happy for you, man. Oh, I'm a supportive... Pride month. Is this, uh, is, this is the shit I listen to. <laughs> This is not what I expected you to listen to. Really? Yeah, there's not enough, uh, you know, fire and pitchforks and cross burning. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, but in all seriousness, that is definitely like way more poppy than I was expecting from you. Oh yeah, I'm, I I enjoy that poppy shit. Oh, he's That's... as basic as fuck, dude. Yeah, this guy is basic. Did you like Soldier Boy back in the day? No, you're probably too yeah. old for that. Mm, no, I really didn't like white it. White but... for that too. <laughs> Let's be very everyone clear. Everyone in our middle school liked it, Nico. Yes, because we're from Connecticut. <laughs> yeah, but everybody was white in our middle school. <laughs> there were a few non-white. Or if you was less than five percent, yeah, probably, <laughs> probably was. Rob has still never met a black person, so it's oh, you know, that's not true. <laughs> that you haven't hired Rob, that you haven't no. hired how many? <laughs> this I is prob- bad. I probably deserve all of this. This for- might be worse than the than the Whitney Houston joke. <laughs> I don't know. We're getting into some territory. I'm not a racist in real life. I just play one on the radio. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess that's better. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. Wow. All right. Uh, I need to take a second. Give me some other yeah. bands that you like. This is a fun game. I enjoy this. I, I don't know. I don't. There's nothing else. I'm trying to think what else is on my. my what did you grow music? up listening to? Oh, country, and I hate it. I hate all of it. Patsy Cline. Oh yeah, Alan Jackson. Loretta Lynn. Um. Oh, this one song, uh, "Way Down Yonder" on the Chattahoochee. (laughs) 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 This was this was the song of like everybody that loved around here. I don't even know how to fucking spell it. Chattahoochee, Alan Jackson. Oh. I hate this so much. <laughs> this, it feels like I'm in deliverance right now. This is the shit that was just on the radio all the time when I was growing up. It gets hotter than a hoochie coochie. It gets hotter. <laughs> Than a hoochie coochie. That's <laughs> slang for vagina. <laughs> wow. What's a hoochie coochie, though? <laughs> it gets hotter than a hoochie coochie. I know what a they, normal they... coochie is. <laughs> What's a hoochie coochie? It's the uh, kid friendly version. It's okay. a hoochie coochie. It's the kid friendly. It's what we could get away with approved. on Top 40 Radio. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Rubber on the Georgia asphalt. We got a little crazy, but we never got caught. Down by the river on a Friday night. Pyramid of oh, This song is just. Talking about I, you know, I feel bad for country music. It's just so limited in what it can talk about. It, yeah, it is. You know what I mean? Like, as a, as a genre, you just. There's like three things you can talk about. I once said that to the real Danny on this here podcast, and it led to one of the (laughs) biggest debates we've ever had. Does he like country? Is he a huge country guy? He loves it. It's like, it's not even like, no, it sucks. Yeah, country sucks. I said to Danny one time, I would like to listen to a country song that doesn't sound like something I could write. And he fucking flipped out on me. He flipped out. Well, I feel bad because he's not here to defend himself. Yeah, probably. It's a terrible thing. You know, but... Uh, we got to get Danny on here. But so. every piece of country music I hear is generally about 
drinking, fucking, driving, working. Here's another song from my childhood. It's called A Little Dust on the Bottle. (laughs) That could be about any of those things. And and you know what that's about. It's so cringy, isn't it? They all start the same, too. Oh, yeah. I feel and, really and bad. They're, and they end the same, and they're the same in the middle. Yes. Yeah. It's all the same. Every song. It's not, like, particularly bad, like... But we could have just had one country song. And like, been fine. every song has the same cadence, though, where it's slow, then it ramps up, and then it slows down a little bit, right. and then you get to the hook. And, and the and same ramp key up change, again. same key change at the same yeah. spot. Yeah. Same tempo, just like 4 4 time. Just drumming well, on the guitar. A lot of these country singers, there's nothing country about them in real life. No. They're all posers. They just know how to write the formula. Yeah. And commit. And, and, and in the 90s, the formula was the, was this, you know? Oh, Fishing in the Dark by the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. What the fuck did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> what? Lazy yellow oh, I hate the harmonica. I hate that. I, when they do the... Like, it's... Right before, <laughs> right before the lyrics start. <laughs> like the guy from the black hat just entered the saloon. That's what it is. It's the same stupid oh. harmonica thing. Oh, partner, what brings you in today? <laughs> you know, this is one of the things that like I think about all the time is uh, like all of these people who are like super successful, right? Like the only thing that makes them different is that they like... They they commit to one thing. Like they understand their place in the world yeah. is this is this one thing. And they just commit so hard to it. Uh like uh uh Hannah Montana's dad, Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> right. He knows well, he's, he's a one Billy, hit wonder. <laughs> Billy Ray is at least trying to do some rap now. I mean that's you know at least Oh, is he? All right. <laughs> well but, little Nas X. But he okay, but he knows he owes every bit of fame to that one hit, Achy Breaky Heart. Don't break my heart, my <laughs> yep. achy breaky heart. I fucking hate that song. Yeah, it's awful, dude. It's Danny, awful. Danny was so wrong about this man. Oh, uh, Danny was wrong. Danny was a hundred percent. I love won Danny, the argument, but... but he was still wrong. <laughs> we just need like a uh, actual musical expert to just break down why, yeah. like mathematically, objectively, this is bad. Yeah, it'd be nice I... if three people that didn't play an instrument stopped talking <laughs> about music. <laughs> Oh, it's better than three people who've never played Survivor. <laughs> Talking about Survivor. We could set up our own Survivor if you want. I can get a boat. <laughs> uh, no, interested. but I remember about the time Shania Twain came around. That's That was kind of the end of that era of uh, this era, the nitty gritty dirt band of Fishing in the Dark and, and way down yonder on the Chattahoochee. What the it- fuck are you saying? <laughs> The Chattahoochee? The is Chattahoochee the Coochie? Is the it the ho- Chattahoochee yes. Coochie? What's the going Chattahoochee on? Chattahoochee Coochie. <laughs> yeah, I think when Shania Twain came around, it became more poppy, I think. Yeah. And you had like Faith Hill and... Yeah. Uh, like here here was one of Shania's early songs. 
Rascal Flats, Garth Brooks. Yeah. But guys, I met Rascal Flats. They're fucking dicks. <laughs> <laughs> when did you meet Rascal Flats? Oh, they, before they even got really popular, they played at a county fair around here. <laughs> oh, wow. Seriously. Yeah. Oh, wow. Fucking assholes. And they were dicks I mean, you'd then? be a dick, too, if you were stuck in Nebraska. <laughs> yeah, playing a county fair <laughs> in northern Nebraska. I just meant it all, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... I I'm, oh, see, I'm man. not sure which era I find more insufferable. Because the thing about this era of country, it's, like, so inoffensive, it's actually offensive. You mean Shania here? Yes. Oh god <laughs> It is so bad You better show me a teasing Squeezing pleasing kind of time <laughs> Anyone who knows oh, no, 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 How no. the story goes <laughs> He's gotta be a heart Beating fine treating Breathtaking earthquaking Kind any man of mine Man. It just sounds like the lyrics are written by like a, a five-year-old right? really horny. Yeah. Like a really horny five-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> Wrote all the lyrics to these country songs. That being said, I'm not a music lover. I don't really like music <laughs> like at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think we should just scrap the whole thing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I could just do it at it. <laughs> I don't need it. Well, here's the thing with music for me. I definitely have to be in the, the right mood to listen to it. Like, I'm just not going to come home and turn on music. I, I, right, right. I, I just am not that way. I'd rather have TV on or, or listen to fucking podcasts or, you know, anything. I'm not going to just come home and, and start a playlist. Right, right, right. How about when you're in the car? No, I'll I'll listen, listen to, I listen to audiobooks. Yeah, audiobooks, podcasts. No, I, if I'm in a long drive, I will not listen to music. I literally just listen to audiobooks and watch YouTube. That's like I don't, all I do. Here's the other thing. I don't know how people fuck to music. Would oh. just drive me nuts. I don't know how people fuck at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, good point, sir. Good point. Says the only man living with a woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the podcast. Oh, man. Uh, no, I, no, I could. I could see that. I just... What, yeah, what can well all, all of music the above? Or, yeah, or just, just well, in general, I agree um, with everything that just. Been I don't said. know what's better to music or just like with your silence. The fucking Mark <laughs> Marin. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or like, what if you just have like uh, you know? What I think it'd be really. What's the what's the best um, audio for having sex in your opinion? What the, I think I think um, listening to a guy tell me baseball stats from like the 1930s on the radio. Oh, oh that's pretty sick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, for good. Skippy McWillerson. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the Yanks have a, have a, a triple header today. <laughs> yeah, fuck a triple header. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's got a high slugging percentage. <laughs> even juicing the stats. Uh, yeah, no, I, I feel like I, I don't I know. Like I pretty... just 
I, I, I guess there's always like TV on or something happening in the background, but it's, I just don't know how people have their sex playlist and then they start that <laughs> and then it's sexy time. I, I, that's just not me. I don't know many people with a sex playlist. Oh, but. I do. I know oh, hundreds of people with a sex playlist. You don't know hundreds of people. That's the first <laughs> lie you just told. <laughs> <laughs> I have no. an idea. If, wait, there, there might be money in this. Okay. Okay. What if we create the first ever like sex podcast? Like, okay, there's definitely we're, not the first of that. Hold there's on, hold on. Like where many where the goal is just for our audio to be the perfect audio to have sex to coaching. Are we just in the ear? <laughs> we're just like almost there you got this you now got this. search for the clitoris <laughs> we believe in change uh, positions if there's something so unsexy it's nico saying clitoris <laughs> if, if you want your girl as dry as the desert it's nico. just us deep breathing into the mic for an hour <sighs> it's nico saying now look for the clitoris Okay, so maybe if we get some people who are I sexier than us, I have yet to find us. it myself. But <laughs> dig around; I'm sure it's there. Oh, uh, uh, I like the idea of us being sex coaches. Yeah, McCluskey's doing it now. Get the, the game. Do you know how many like uh, podcast groups on Facebook I've joined, and like podcasters I followed on social media and shit? I see the people, the the things people are making podcasts about. Oh yeah, it's just a- anything, man. It really is. The market There's so is many podcasts that are literally just about like drama. They're just like, yep. Just like I texted my girlfriend's boyfriends, like that yeah. type of shit. Yeah, they crazy. do well though. Those shows do well. It is. It's, it's crazy, man. It's nuts. You you seen that podcast? Call her daddy on Barstool Sports. Oh God. no, no. It's just these two smoking hot women talking about sex they just they and they just talk about like all right guys here's how to eat a pussy and barstool sports pays these two women to talk about it for an hour and it's like the fifth most popular podcast in the world jesus that's what sells well sex is always sold of course well of course of course uh yeah call her daddy is it and here we are trying to make an honest living. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As we make fun of Whitney Houston. <laughs> that was all you. I refuse to I refuse to be complicit. I'm surprised you don't listen to music in the car though. I do find that weird. No, I don't. It's it's usually a podcast or, you know. Cuz that's all I listen to in the car cuz I love singing in the car. Really? Yeah, I like GMM. I'm I'm an awful singer, so I don't even want to hear myself sing. So I had this horrible thing where, like, I, I used to like all this music in high school, and then as I got older, I realized all the music I liked in high school sucks. Mm-hmm. Right. And I just refuse to learn new music now. Yeah, it's a t- you don't want to get your heart broken again. So yeah, you I don't just put get it behind me. It's just, like, done. I like, like. Green, like Green Day. Oh, yeah. Loved Green Day as a kid. Now I'm just like, oh, my God, they're awful. It was a tough day for me when I had to realize how much Coldplay sucked. That was, <laughs> right. that, was a, that was a tough right. day. I had to come to terms with the fact that they are fucking awful. I used to think Blink-182 was good. Oh, my God. Can you believe that? <laughs> Dude, how about all these dickwads that are, like, buying tickets to the My Chemical Romance reunion oh. tour? Oh, my God, I know. What is up with that? You can't get a ticket to this thing. 
I can't tell you how many people are like, yo, you see My Chemical Romance is coming to Hartford? <laughs> you guys jammed out for this, didn't you? Guitar Hero, dude. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Big Guitar Hero song. Oh, my God. What a bad voice. Yeah, but there's people going nuts over them touring again. Well, this guy's not in it. Oh, he's not? Oh, he's... No. Is, this isn't the UFO guy. Yeah, it is. This it is? is? Holy shit. Yeah, it is. Also, the guy from My Chemical Romance, um, he wrote the comic book for that show, The Umbrella Academy. Really? Hmm. Yeah, that's the lead singer of My Chemical Romance wrote that. Oh. Do you guys so. listen to a lot of the All-American Rejects when you were in high school? Oh, oh hell God. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you see my face, about the plain white hell. tees? Oh! Hey there, Delilah. Hey there, Jeez, that's Delilah. a name I haven't heard in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. You just gave me whiplash with that fucking nostalgia, dude. <laughs> hey there, Delilah. It was Lincoln Park. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Boy. Yeah, Lincoln Park. Yeah, All American Rejects, man. They had, Move Along is a, is a legitimately great song, though. Move Along is a good song. That's a legitimately good song. I mean, they all had like one or two legitimately good songs. Yeah, like Welcome to wrong. the Black Parade was a legitimately good song. Sure. Hey, for the first 40 seconds. This is a great riff. This is a great song. Good music Google. video, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you waste your days this, is very, this is very similar to Mariana's Trench. This is the kind of shit that Mariana's Trench does, too. Yeah, it is, it. it is. Yeah. Coming except, full circle. Except these oh, guys yeah. have tattoos. <laughs> when is Rob going to realize that, that the music he listens to sucks? <laughs> Never. Because I don't listen to it often enough to realize that it's sucks. Who else is around that time? This is a great music video. I could sit here and watch this music video all day. <laughs> Goo Dolls co- are pretty big. I mean, they again, that's a band with one song. Yeah. They have one incredible song, and then the rest kind of just sucks. The Calling is uh, the next up next, uh, <laughs> wherever you will go. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Like you guys, yellow card and you guys, you guys slow danced with your favorite girl at your junior high dance to this, didn't you? <laughs> this is a prom song for sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> Let me assure you, that was not my favorite girl, though. I took to prom, no doubt about it. Who'd you oh, take? <laughs> so this was you guys' prom song. Let me find. Let me find. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea who you took to prom. You don't remember who I took to prom? No. Well, I took two different people to prom, two separate years. Oh. <laughs> no, the first the first girl I, I like very much and I'm still friends with. My friend Natalia. Nice. You, you know Natalia. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. Second one who, you know. <laughs> that that was your prom song. Here's the song. Rob, that- Rob, I want, you, <laughs> I want you to guess how many proms I went to. <laughs> Zero. I know how many proms you went to, you poser. Nope. <laughs> Four. Close. How, man, how many? I went to five proms. Good God, man. <laughs> That's an They all sucked. Oh, yeah. So I can tell you for a fact, I think definitively I've been to more than the average person. I can yeah, tell you they have. all fucking suck. Yeah, you have. How well, many resulted was... in sex? 
Oh, God. I think zero. Wow. High school, yeah. dude. Maybe one. <laughs> Maybe one. High school. How many of them did I get super high afterwards? <laughs> Most of them. This was this was our prom songs from Savage Garden. <laughs> Whoa. Oh my god. <laughs> this is it. Oh god. Isn't it awful? This is really dating you. Oh yeah. Oh no, I know. I forget how old you are sometimes. Yeah. Oh yeah. You don't, you don't, you know, I don't, you don't seem like an old guy or anything. No, but, uh, I, I'm an old guy. But my, my penis retracted into my body. <laughs> <as> it's <laughs> so bad. Now this I can realize is bad. <laughs> but that was the prom song. Oh my God. Yeah. Where, where would you do your, your prom, Rob? Is just like rent out a barn? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Like, <laughs> no, we uh, had a, the community center. We, you, know, you know what's funny is I feel like Nebraska is actually a lot nicer than I'm giving it credit for. <laughs> no, it's a shithole. <laughs> well, the, I, I always find it funny. How many people attended your prom, Rob? Uh, oh, f- 40. I mean, we had no more than 40 people at prom. But you had to combine like everything together, right? It was like Yeah, this was 11th and 12th graders with right. their dates. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you didn't have separate proms? No. No, otherwise there wasn't enough people. Is that is that a first world problem? <laughs> <laughs> no, there wasn't enough people. The the class behind when I was a senior, I had like fourteen in my class, and the class below us was six. Oh my god! Yeah. So that's twenty people. I cannot fat, and none of them brought someone from their own grade. Uh, very few. I mean, we. We'd we'd end up getting some, you know we'd end up like I brought a sophomore uh, to my junior prom so that she could go right and uh, but yeah other people had somebody else from another town yeah I mean I suppose somebody had went as a as a couple but no otherwise it was less than forty people at prom could you That's fathom crazy. a grade of six people no. <laughs> Dude, it'd be every class with the same fucking it is. people. It's daycare yeah. is what it is. It is. It's <laughs> exactly you have the same teacher for every class too? Uh, up until you got into ninth grade and beyond, then then you you pretty much went to eight different classes. Your middle school was... Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. You'd have one... Like, we had one teacher four hours in a row in middle school, and then we'd have, like, PE. We'd have art... Okay. Outside of the classroom. Wow. What yeah. a different world. It is. Yeah, that's nuts. I don't know. A part of me thinks I'd like that better. Another part of me thinks. I mean, we had a pretty, we had like 180 in our class and I thought that was small. It was small. <laughs> yeah, because it's, pretty, it's pretty small for around here. I mean, like, I don't know. <laughs> the three I know of people us. people have 400 make, people and they're great. Mm. The, the three of us make up half of a class. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine failing. Uh, Imagine Rob, failing Rob, out. Our, our, yeah. our oh. podcasting network is bigger than your fucking grade was. <laughs> There's more people making podcasts for our website. And that's true. Yeah. 
Imagine if you're the one super senior that has to stick around for another year. How awkward oh, would that be? Oh God! Yeah, you're the one guy. Well, they all know you. Usually, the but and it did happen. If you if you failed a class, you usually dropped out of school at that point. What? <laughs> Seriously? No, that no. seems extreme. <laughs> you I, fail one class. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna be. You, you be working at the local gas station. I'm so serious. Shame on your family. It is time for you to drop out. Yeah, I'm serious. Here's a knife. Go commit seppuku behind the gas station. <laughs> oh, I, 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 at, the, I was, at the Sudoku. <laughs> or at the, at the uh, Sunoco. <laughs> Sudoku. <laughs> what is it called? Sunoku? You're just an idiot. This is what it's called. Don't worry about it. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, if usually if you were failing wow. a class, you you were probably failing more than one class, and then you just dropped out of school. <laughs> That's crazy. That really I failed extreme. classes, and I still went to college. Yeah, no. And it wasn't like a hurdle. <laughs> no. Like, it wasn't like an issue. No one brought it up. The, the like, thing was, like... Our, the margins were so tight in our school because the graduation requirements were so high. Like, you had to have four years of English. So, yeah. you failed one year of English, you're not going to be able to pick up, you know, two Englishes in a single year. Because was it designed that way? They designed it so it was hard to graduate? I don't I, understand. I don't, it wasn't designed so it was hard to graduate. It was just because we had so little, so few people and so few teachers and so few staff that the schedule just didn't allow it. So you fail English, a core class that you have to have four years of. Actually, you had to have five English credits. You had to take one year of speech. So you fail a year of English and now... In your senior year, you have to make up your junior English. You have to do your senior senior English, and you have to do a speech class. The schedule just didn't allow for it because there wasn't enough teachers. Wow! So, so you were just fucked. Damn! Yeah, Shit. It, this, it was a slap on the wrist around here. It's just like, yeah. okay, well, let's. How can we fudge the paperwork so <laughs> yeah, the yeah. asshole gets out if of you, the district? If you do this assignment, we'll give you a D. Yeah, yeah. There were there was a lot of payola going on <laughs> in our district. A lot of palms being greased. Mm-hmm. Oh man! Oh my God! Rob, you mentioned in our group chat that you had some existential crisis yesterday. I want to. Figure oh, out it wasn't was. an existential crisis. It was just I might have gotten I might have taken something that made me a bit loopy, and I was just having some weird thoughts. <laughs> like. <laughs> This is this is the thought process that went through my head. The first thought process, and I'm like, I have to write this down because I won't remember it. But I do remember it. I was like, I can't what? wait for this. <laughs> this will be like, something. I was like, what if? Oh God, he's reading. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not reading. I'm looking down at my hand. Oh, I'm not reading. I don't have this written down. Okay. Uh, I'm like, what if we stored all of our poop in our butt cheeks? <laughs> And I got to thinking about Lizzo and Kim Kardashian, and I'm like, would people still think that's attractive? Would people still think that big butts were attractive if we stored all of our poop in our butt cheeks? <laughs> and then it then it went down the path of, you know, I could do pixel art. 
I have no idea what pixel art even is, but I was having <laughs> I was having these thoughts. <laughs> What the fuck did you take? <laughs> uh, I'd rather you, not say minute, what I took. Wait ta- a minute, you let's <laughs> gloss over this. You thought you were you were qualified <laughs> to do pixel art to engage in an art form that you don't even know to no. be real. <laughs> I don't know it to be real. I made it up in my head. And I'm like, well, I could make a little tree next to a little river. <laughs> and and all I'm thinking of is me zoomed in in Microsoft Paint. Like, I could do this. <laughs> oh, so like you're going one pixel at a time. Yeah, it's pixel art. <laughs> well, then all art is pixel art, if that's the case. So you're saying, like, imagine rather than drawing something as a stroke, you go... Pixel by pixel. Yes. Yeah. So here's one. But it green doesn't have block. to. That sounds like pointillism. <laughs> a little bit. Maybe it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It is. But it would be very small art, like little. Maybe. Would you get it framed? Three centimeter by three centimeter art. How many pixels? I don't know. <laughs> Just a few hundred pixels. <laughs> This is insane. What kind of fucking shrooms were you taking so it last was, night, it dude? Was, it was back and forth between I storm- won't ask about the substance again, but I yeah. will ask this. Um, how many years of prison? <laughs> none. None. No no years of prison. What did you no take? Prison. What did you take? It was just an, an edible that I had. Oh. And it fucked me up way stronger than it should have. <laughs> because I was. It was like... I was just like, man, would people think... If if you knew that there was poop in those butt cheeks, would Kim Kardashian still be attractive? <laughs> now, I don't remember this time, but I was told that big butts used to not be attractive. No, it wasn't. They weren't. So I don't really know when that transition happened, but this is like a new fad, right? It is. Oh, yeah. You know what? When the song I Like Big Butts came out. That's when it started to transition. Is that over. the transition point? <laughs> I would call that the transition point. <laughs> when Sir Mix-a-Lot yes. had his final word on the subject. Yes. That's, yes. Is that, is that the, the year from B.C. to A.D.? <laughs> yes. yes in, in terms of liking big butts. Yes. It's B.M. for before Mix-a-Lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and it was around the time of who let the dogs out. <laughs> Was that also around the time of the Macarena? Yeah, probably. The Macarena, yeah, could be AD. (laughs) I do always have that thought. I've never had marijuana in my life, but I do have that thought of, like, just peel away the skin and, like, a human being is not attractive anymore. Well, it was just, I was debatable. I've definitely heard of a couple serial killers who were into that. Okay, fair. But, but like, it's hideous. Like, if you see someone's bones or something, or the blood, it's, like, all disgusting. There's so much Mm. gross guts inside a person. We're just a bag of guts. It's gross. Yeah, we're just, we're just meat sacks. Yes. (laughs) So, like, it's like having a bag of potato chips, but you just, in there, you just have, like, fish intestines. Yeah, and, it's like, would you would you would you fuck that bag? I don't think so, dude. Yeah, but it's about the personality, Nico. That's <laughs> what they tell me. What kind of personality does that fi- bag of fish guts have? Yeah, that's what, that's what they tell uh, me. 
But then, yeah, it was just back and forth between that and pixel art and then me figuring out the space-time continuum with um, a row, like an infinite row of apples. (laughs) Explain that one. It was, I I just imagine this infinite row of apples and as you're walking along... This row, the apples get more rotten, more rotten, more rotten, more rotten. And you, you're you like, oh, well, the, obviously, the further I walk, the more rotten they get. They were lined up this way. But no, that's not it at all. It's the space-time continuum, because even if you walked backwards, then the apples would get more rotten and more rotten and more rotten. Even if you walked backwards. So it doesn't matter which direction you're going in the space-time continuum. You can never go backwards. How have you said something both so profound and incredibly <laughs> stupid at the same time? <laughs> like, in a sense, my mind is blown. But in another sense, you sound like the stupidest person. Let me be these, very clear. Let me be very clear. My mind is totally blown. This, <laughs> these are the thoughts I was having last night laying in bed thinking, oh, my God, I shouldn't have had that much. <laughs> you know, I uh, I don't smoke anymore. It's been... Probably, probably four and a half years or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never had an edible, and I think if I was younger and I tried an edible, I think I'd be the biggest fucking stoner in the world. <laughs> <laughs> because I love eating. Right. You know. You tell me I could just eat food and it get me high. <laughs> I'm I, sure I would have done it all the fucking time. I really don't do this shit. Like three times a year, I'll pop an edible. So Maybe. What, what happened uh, the other day that? What made no, you I, decide? Nothing really. I just had. I mean, today's today's two twenty twenty twenty. That's so true. I, I don't see why you <laughs> you wasted no, it. It was just I had a lot of free time, and I'm just like, oh fuck it. <laughs> but the thing about Rob, though, he has taken up this habit recently. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, in the last what three years? Yeah, you maybe? had pop for the first time. Yeah, we spoke about it the first time you had. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. How'd you avoid it for so long? Uh, it just wasn't really readily available around here. What, dr- what 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 was the drug of choice in Nebraska? Oh, I think it's always been a heavy alcohol use. I mean, just moonshine and opiates and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I feel like I, mean, I don't know. Like I'm people sure, in in the Midwest, I hear all the time are getting high. No, no, no. I it it has definitely. Uh, been more prolific since Colorado legalized it. You know, it's a lot easier to get a hold of at this point. Um, but alcohol is just a raging issue. I I would say 40% of people around here are alcoholics. Yeah, that Easy. wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me. Easy. Alcoholic. But you're not a big drinker either. No, I can't. Well, I can't have it with my gut issues. Yeah. But it, even before it, that, though, as long as I'm no, known, I was never been a big yeah, drinker. I was never a big drinker. I never liked it. I gotta say, one thing that I find weird is like learning how many people do coke. Right? Yeah, that's a weird thing. It it's was, it's becoming more acceptable around here as well. When I worked at a restaurant out here, one night we were going out after work, all just having a drink next door at the bar, and I caught like some of the higher ups and a bunch of the servers, like people who actually like really like ran the place just talking about like a story where like one of the chefs stole their Coke and they were all like <laughs> mad. Wow. <laughs> and like th- the fact that like 
eight of the people that I worked with in this tiny restaurant were all like admitting that they did coke. I was yeah. like, oh my god, is it this prolific? Yeah, I, just... I don't know how many people I know that have done coke, but I, I've never been around it. I, I, I mean, maybe that's I, just I haven't me. Either. I've never even had an opportunity. Not yeah. that I would. No, no, I, I, I've literally never even been in a situation where somebody's like, I have coke on me. I mean, look, like, I don't, yeah. I don't go to a lot of the, the craziest parties around here. Like, I'm pretty mellow when it comes. I hate to parties. Yeah, but, yeah. but I, no, I've never been in a situation where it's like there's coke in the bathroom. But like that no. would just, I don't know. I, I couldn't imagine a scenario where I would come into contact with cocaine. It's crazy. It, it's more it, around here after alcohol and marijuana than it's than it's oxy. Uh huh. You know that that's been a big issue too lately. But that's easy to come into contact. with. Oh, though. very, very. Yeah, I mean, you can get a prescription for that. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, fuck. I still have forty pills or something left from <laughs> when I broke my leg. <laughs> I was told I could get ten to twenty dollars per pill for him. Yeah, yeah, you told me that. This is the second time you've mentioned that on the podcast <laughs> since I've joined. Actually, all right, I'm yeah. starting to worry about you, Rob. Well, he hasn't sold it yet, so that's I good haven't news. sold it yet. That's good news. Yeah. Well, because there has been opportunities where medically I've needed it, right. and have used it, and it has saved my ass. Mm. One day it's going to happen. One day I'm just going to bite the bullet. It's just going to be smoke up. I, I I highly uh, uh, recommend against smoking marijuana. Okay, good. Never mind. Then. Eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even cook it into anything. Just yeah. <laughs> eat the plant, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I've still never been drunk in my life. I've never been drunk. I I have never been blackout drunk. Like, I've watched some, some of my friends just get so shit-faced blackout drunk, and it's just like, no, thank you. Yes. Yes, I don't want to be that guy. Oh, I know. I've been there a few of those times. (laughs) You weren't there for the worst of it. Uh, I was there on a pretty bad night that I probably shouldn't talk Mm -hmm. about on a podcast. But third or fourth worst, my twenty-first. Ah, oh, I threw my twenty-first. I I threw you that party. Yeah, yeah, that was a surprise party. That was your fault. Yes, it was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was there for a couple. Uh, There was also an interesting one on, on UConn once. Remember that one? Nope. No. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Good, because that one might uh, result in some felony charges. <laughs> yeah, have you really lived if you haven't committed a felony? Uh, yeah, good point. Good point. Yeah, one of these days. And I, I by the way, when I get uh, drunk for the first time, I will be sure to record it for a podcast. Oh, please do. I'll, I will do that. I'll call that you up. Be- that would be gr- oh god that'd be great <laughs> i have a great idea what <laughs> when we go out to nebraska <laughs> oh my god we just get nico shit-faced i mean we go for a long weekend right. and we record four different programs while we're there right oh. one of them we go searching for ufos right yep one of them we go digging for treasure yep yep one of them we get nico shit-faced yep yep and then uh, we'll come up with a fourth one. It's got to be four. Edibles. All right. All right. Is this the Nebraska bucket list? <laughs> this is the Nebraska bucket list. <laughs> the problem that I have with getting Nico shit-faced is he's going to throw up everywhere. He's going to get so sick. Yes. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. Also, you That's don't, you, I... you don't want to know what I'm like drunk. <laughs> I'm afraid of what I'm like drunk. 
<laughs> are you a crier when you get drunk? It's, it's you possible. Think? I mean, I'm a crier when I'm sober, so it doesn't, you know, change. No, like, I don't know how I could possibly be any more obnoxious, loud, and insufferable. You probably are right the now. type of person who gets really quiet. Yeah, maybe it's the opposite. Because oh, I couldn't imagine getting more disorderly. I'm already a nightmare. Like I'm, I'm, I'm the type of guy when I go out to the bar and I'm the sober one drunk. I'm doing the the designated driving. I'm still the loudest person in the group. One of my friends who I've lost contact with over the few over the years I used to piss the bed every time I got drunk. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> just you think you take precautions after a while? <laughs> yeah, no, just every fucking time it's just like, oh Jesus Christ, he's gonna piss the bed, <laughs> and. Sure enough. Hey, I'm going to lay out a towel tonight. He pisses the bed. <laughs> I, forgot about, I forgot about that till just right now. Uh, so maybe Nico's a bed pisser. Oh, maybe he's a bed wetter. I wet the bed like maybe once in my life when I was like nine or eight. <laughs> and that was that. That was the end of that. Oh god! I, I just I, want you to experience breaking the seal. <laughs> be more specific you, you know what i'm talking about right rob yeah i do when you get drunk there's this thing where you're fine for a while and then suddenly when you have to pee the okay. first time you pee you will never lose that feeling of having to pee you will just feel like you have to pee for the rest of the night yep i'm not looking forward to this no mm-hmm. That's a whole podcast alone, just breaking the seal. <laughs> I wet the bed once, and my mom blamed it on watching Unsolved Mysteries, the Bigfoot episode. <laughs> after, I pissed, after I pissed the bed, I wasn't allowed to watch Unsolved Mysteries anymore because of Bigfoot. <laughs> Your mother is a funny lady. Oh, she. Maybe is. that's the fourth one. Maybe we interview Rob's mom while oh, we edit <laughs> Oh, no, we can't let my mother know that I'm a drug user. No, no, we don't tell her. <laughs> <laughs> She's never met us before. That's true. That's true. Has she been on the podcast? Not like uh, voice clips. <laughs> Did you fall off the roof? <laughs> no, she's never been on the the show. <laughs> Poor Rob plays clips of his fucking mother's voicemails oh. on the podcast all the time. God. <laughs> Did you fall off the roof? Her voicemails? Yes. He'll just play <laughs> yeah. her voicemails. I don't even know where that voicemail would be anymore. Yo, that'd be a great weekly podcast. Just here are my voicemails from this week. Oh my god. The best one is still block that kick. That's still one of my favorite clips ever. <laughs> oh. Rob was at a high school football game and there was a crazy College. lady. Block that kick! 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 Come on, boys. <laughs> this mom her son was the only good player on Steve's football team mm-hmm. <laughs> when he was in college. And so she would go to all the games and just be, Come on, boys, be aggressive! <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Three defense! For you at the- shake him up, boys, shake him up! <laughs> oh. Those were oh the God. days. Those were the days. Block dick kick. Mm. Come on, boys. I don't know if I like that line. 
Did you see today he was getting all mad at Parasite when in Best Picture? Oh, really? Yeah. Who Trump was? Yes. He's like, oh, they gave it to the South Korean movie. He's like, what happened to the good movies? Like, Gone with the Wind. He literally he goes, Gone with the Wind and Sunset Boulevard. He goes, used to be so many great movies. Gone with the Wind, Sunset Boulevard. Now it's this movie from South Korea. That also won foreign film. Yes, people are very mad about that. It's it's weird. People are it's weird. a bit weird. Just, it's a bit weird. You see the guy that's like that that got all mad on fucking YouTube. Mm-mm. Nah, he was in. Yeah, he was mad at Parasite. He's like, what the fuck is Parasite? The fact I, that it won best foreign film and best film, like, why are people people upset about that? They're saying that they're saying you shouldn't be eligible in Best Picture if you are a foreign film because you have your own category. That's a handicap category. Right. The, the only reason that category exists is because foreign films very rarely get nominated for Best Picture. Right. Which I almost would say get rid of the foreign film category and just fucking prop up regular films. Right. Well, but if you're going to nominate it as uh, uh, the best film of the year, then take it out of the foreign film. No, don't. I actually don't mind that. I think that's a fine I idea. think it deserves both. I mean, you get be- you can get best actor and best director in the same movie. Why the fuck can't you get both? True. Yeah, I, could I, see, I think I the could best foreign film category ways. is just, yeah. it's a handicap category. <clears throat> it's like best documentary. It's like, because right. documentaries never get nominated for best picture. That's why. It's, yeah. yeah. Yeah, whatever. Uh, well. Are we wrapping it up? Is that is that do it for, for us? We got the hand wave. We can- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was done anyway. Honestly. Secret signal. We got the girlfriend hand wave. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's ten forty-five p.m. It is late. So, how can people get a hold of us? Too many thoughts. Media.gov.dmt.media for short. NicoEmpire.com. Nope. Actually, that one still works. <laughs> NicoEmpire.com will still get you there. You haven't sold that domain yet. That hasn't sold for a thousand dollars. No. You know, I'm waiting. I'm trying to get the bidders to play against each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to start a little bidding war going on. It, you know, because you, you don't want to just sell all your leverage. You know what I'm saying? No, true. So, so I'm going to tell you something. Nico, if you ever get on a game show, like Survivor or something, mm. I need you to say Nico Empire as many times as possible. <laughs> that would be the name of the alliance. The yes. Nico Empire. I am never getting on Survivor. There's no chance of that. No. <laughs> no chance. Clitoris. <laughs> I don't know if I like that line. <laughs> uh, I'm twitter.com slash Rob RFF. You're twitter.com? Yep, that's, I'm twitter.com. website. I'm impressed. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tacky Slacks and Letterboxd and a bunch of places. I don't know. Just look for it. And, and Nico, how about you? 515. Uh, uh, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> funny Nico tweets. Funny Nico. Trevor. When are you going to change that? When I think of something better, dickwad. I don't know. <laughs> How about like stupid it. Nico tweets? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, the real Nico. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> the taking of Nico. One, two, three. <laughs> Nico 9021L. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Three ten to Nico. <laughs> I like ten ten to Nico. Yeah, a lot. it's pretty good. <laughs> oh shoot. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great week. We'll catch you back here soon.